Hello, Michael Worth here, and welcome to episode 28 of the All Walks of Art podcast. My good friend, the master baser, the manager of units, the former Gandalf impersonator, and protector of Nathaniel Massey's realm. Please welcome to the show, Paul Ramey. Yes, there's all those things are true. <laughs> I had to do that. That's I, good. I feel like our, our shows are kind of, yeah, they get boring in the beginning, so I want to play. Yeah, there you go. Today, we're talking about the polarizing subject of education in the arts and not the arts. Wow. F- that, food for thought. That's good. Yeah? You that's- got something for that? He, he never knows, folks. He just, he shows up and I give him, I throw this crap at him all the time. It's kismet because of the arguments that I've had. I actually got blocked by one of my idols. So, really? Yeah. So this we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, this that's funny. Good. We are drinking Lindemann's Gentleman's Collection, the Red Blend. It's a 13.5% red wine because we want to stay a little bit cultured for this show. I don't really want people to uh, think we're just, you know, throwing information out there that we don't know anything about and education and you know this highfalutin whatever you want to call it without us being cultured gentlemen so this works out good do we got to have our pinkies out when we drink it? i think we do it's i I love the when you go to the website for lindemann's uh wine and you bring this up it's 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 really cheeky i love it it? yeah i just got a picture of the lindemann baby no, oh, it's, wait, it's that's, got a, this, that's a Lindbergh baby. It's got this dude with those old eighteen hundreds oh, lamb chop oh, kind of big old big old furry face. Yeah, um, that guy's got stories. Oh yes, yeah, I'm sure he does. So let's get, let's crack this open. Um, the first, really, the the main topic mm-hmm. for today's show. I want to ask you: Have you ever heard of STEM? S T E M. It's an acronym. STEM cells. STEM cell research. No, that no, the yeah. Uh, huh. <laughs> um. For those listening who may not know, and for Paul, uh, STEM is an acronym for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. Uh, and they it sounds kind of familiar, but they they uh, they left out art. I wonder why. Because uh, it's not important to everybody, and I, I get that. I get that. And then I'm not going to try to make this a show about well, they they didn't do it, so they're not cool. Uh, some proponents say it should be STEAM which would be science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Um, but but I, I it's it's a curricula, right? It's basically saying this is what we need to teach our children because it's important. Hold on, silence, please. It's not going to pop. Oh. It, it, it would be nice. I'm trying to do... I'm trying to do too much. Um, You've got some kind of weird thing you that took the cap off. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's a, it's a cutter to cut the foil. You, I think you got a problem. I don't want to spill. You got all these gadgets, <laughs> sir. You got too many gadgets, yeah, sir. I don't want to spill red wine all over my keyboard. Red, yeah. red wine. It's good stuff. And it's actually like a cork. It's not like plastic vinyl huh? crap. So I'm going to give you just a little bit. Oh, yeah, just a tiny bit. You know, Because I'm, I know you don't like wine. Have you had red wine before? Oh, not, I don't know. I, I That's enough. That's enough. I don't want to waste it. Um. Looks like blood. It does. I am vampiric. It's so. just grape juice, Paul. It's fermented grape juice. So you don't like grape juice? Yeah, I do like grape juice. All right. You hear that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> ASMR. Anyway. So, so steam and stem, oh, and it should be of really the good. arts. Yeah, I mean um, Indubitably. Yeah, as as we get into this discussion, I I really I, I want to preface this with, you know, I don't disagree. This is not a for or against or a, a jump in there and, and fight with people about, you know, you need to have art in there. Because I also understand that you can have the the typical, you know, the, the main things here that they're for STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. I'm going to probably say that too many times for people. Every time you hear me break, break down that, I, you should probably take a drink, make it a game. Well, let's try this. Okay. Let's see what this is. Or, or do we uh, let yeah, it go, go ahead. No, no, no. Do go ahead. Let, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I don't be. Should grab his glass in a certain way? No, we don't need okay. to be pretentious I, about it. Do I stir? <laughs> like, do I do this? Do I do this here? And you can. Around? Why, why you take a drink? I want to. I want to just say, you know, mm. those those things in in school are very important, and yeah, the, our children should. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. That's the look I was expecting. Not bad, though. It isn't. All right. What are you saying? Um, 
and and we can learn art on the side. It could be a extracurricular activity like football or baseball or any of the other things that kids do. Music, you know, it's part of the arts. Um, but yeah, I, I put a poll out on Twitter for it and I got a couple votes. People, yeah, everybody agreed with me that art should be part of the curricula. Um, and then in discussion with some friends, uh, there, it was, it was kind of 50, 50. Some were like, oh yeah, art should be in there. And then, uh, there was also the discussion of in terms of school, no art really isn't as important as these things. And, um, it's not that it really bothers me, but it kind of does. I, I would like to see, I'd like to hear your take on it. What I think if you're just, if we're talking about school in general, public school, you know, K through 12 mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I can, I think uh, I can remember a lot of kids. I can remember my own daughter that, that was, would pass the time and, and maybe, um, I'll escape a little through through art and I and by that I mean you know visual drawing art that sort of thing um a lot of kids in school I used to draw different things and it was I would look at their trapper keepers or mm-hmm. or you know their notebooks and see cool things and mm-hmm. it was their way of expressing themselves and I think art class um I I didn't learn I didn't learn anything in art class really um but I didn't really gravitate. I can't draw a straight line, mm-hmm. but I'm sure some of those kids that was really into drawing and, and into making stuff, I think that helped inspire them. I can tell you that music class in, in seventh grade for sure. Um, I mean, I played snare drum in the, um, in the band mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of years. I wasn't very good, but just the regular music class, they brought in a, a uh, guy one time playing keyboards and he played Axel F and I was real into Bear mm. Wheels Cop and I loved that song and I always <laughs> right. thought it was cool. And 80s flashback. And, <laughs> and, you know, he did all the, he had this big synthesizer and I remember that just, that really got my creative tinglys going. She, she also one time, I remember this pretty vividly, we went through uh, Hold On To The Nights by uh, Richard Marks. Okay, that's a yeah. 80s song from right. back then. Pop. And she yeah. did a whole thing on how the metaphors that he used. We went through the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Now, I had never done that in music class right. before. But I mean, lyrics is writing. It's it's language arts. Exactly. So and here this is, you know, I was just a music lover. I wasn't a musician yet. Um that's I was three years away from being a musician, I think, when when this class happened. But it really it was really interesting to to look at a song and break it down and look at it deeper than just what was on the surface of some kind of love song. Mm-hmm. And I think of, I've thought over the years how I've used some of the things that she taught me in that one. That was just a one day thing that happened in this class. I can't remember any other ones. You know, I did right. that. I went there once or twice a week for right. however many, you know, three years, but I remember that. So I think it's important to have for for the money that it costs or whatever it is for the funding it's it's helping to help young musicians who don't even know they're musicians or artists in right. their class and it's also it helps give some kids that you know excuse my frankness but that could be potential columbine kids uh, yeah. an outlet and something that to put their put their um, energy towards that could possibly be positive instead of negative. I know music and, and comics and that mm-hmm. stuff that helped me through some really hard times uh, in school and junior high and high school for sure. I could have been one of them kids if, if I didn't have a, a as good a social structure and some other things. I'm not saying right. that that's a, a cure-all, but I think everybody's got to have that one friend that is there for them, I think. And they right. also have to have that thing that they're passionate about. Right. And for me, it was music and it helped me get, it helped me get through a lot of hard times. You bring up a lot of points that really are my main arguments for it. Um, I think it gives us social structure. I think it gives us, we find like-minded people and we feel acceptance. Everybody needs that. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. There's, yeah. there's people out there who say that, Oh, I'm a loner. I could do whatever. Okay, but 
you're also more happy with other loners, if that makes any yeah. sense. Um, you can be by yourself, but still be part of a, of a clan. Right. You know? Right. I, I didn't fit in with the jocks at all. And I do, I didn't really fit in with the, uh, the academics. Um, and I'm not including nerds in that because a lot of the people I did hang out with were nerds, myself included. I, I probably identified more of an artistic nerd than some of my artistic friends, but you know, there were a lot of days that I probably would have skipped school had it not been for music or art class or uh, even architecture. This is something that's really important to me here. You know, when you, when you look at the convergence of how science, technology, engineering, and math converges with art, you get architecture. Yeah. Because there's a lot of science in putting the home or the architecture, the building, the structure. Uh, pardon me, folks. I, I'm getting over a cold, so there might be some sniffing in here. But um, It's not cocaine, I swear. <laughs> right. Even though we talked about the 80s, and I was <laughs> watching something earlier about Lamborghini Countach. And, oh, my favorite car. Uh, the uh, Ferrari Testarossa, you know, from the 80s. But anyway, uh, there there is a big convergence there, you know. Uh, I think it really we forget means, how much art is in design. Yeah, in I think life, in mean, life in general. I mean, your uh, Mac, Apple computers, uh, fonts were so important to uh, Steve Jobs that you know he really spent a lot of time making the interface look good, right? Which is just you know not what other people were doing but they were more interested in science, technology, engineering, and math. I'm not being mean here. I'm just saying I don't want everything to look like a communist building and be so dry that there's no interest in it. Right. I don't want to live in a place that looks like, well, it's a nice habitat, but there's nothing there that's interesting. Uh, I don't want to... Th this is really... Um, again, it's polarizing, but it's, it's tough for me. I, I don't want to offend either side because I do see both sides very What's well. It, well, make the argument against it. What's then why should we have it? Why should that be? If we're just talking, well, we haven't got to college yet. And I think that's a whole, I think that's a whole yeah. separate discussion. Yeah, and is. I think we'll, we will get into it here in a minute. Yeah. But right now we're talking publicly funded schools, right, right. Uh, having art and um, music programs and whatever the X amount of dollar it is to, to have that. And most of those, I mean, I think you only go once a week. You go to art once a week and you yeah, go to, and yeah. have different, you know, and a different lot of times classes. It's not even in the same room anymore. Remember when we were going, it was, you had an art class yeah. that was in an art room where you had everything. I mean, you were experiencing, you know, pottery and sculptures. Everything. I remember doing sculptures yeah, yeah. and finger paint and, yeah. and different things and, and now talking they, about colors. Now they primarily, from when my kids were in school, they were telling me that, yeah, it's just they, they come to our homeroom class and they bring a cart in. This little so, push so cart. argue against it. Why? Why? Argue against uh, having it. Having art? In school. Yeah. You All say right. you're here. Well, you see yeah. both sides, what you said. Well, what's, give yeah. me the side. Well, I, I do agree that we need to put emphasis on learning science. I think that's a really big, um, part of everything that we need to be looking at because if without science we just again relating it back to the artist we have better paints because of science right. we have better um design because of engineering you we're know? not drinking out of lead bowls exactly yeah ex right yeah i know the dangers of the paint that i use because of science so i mean it is important so how's that yeah but it's not an either or thing what's the argument against against art then well, again, we're, we're I, for science. I, I'm, so. I'm really, I really can't get it out of my head because even when I when I lay down my artwork, I'm using math to plot out where I'm going to draw and paint, and this is hard for me. I can't, I can't. Art is so part of my life that I really can't take it out, and that's why I just really have a hard time with understanding why we don't include it I've, you in know, this curriculum. School is supposed to, uh, you know, I know college is supposed to teach you to think and and teach you to to you know how to learn and and grade school is you know supposed to teach you certain things but i think as time went on it's like 
I remember I always wanted to do home ec class, but I couldn't do home ec class because I didn't have good enough grades to be able to elect that. And right. I think that's crazy because the thing I needed to be able to do is to to cook right. and clean and um and a chef. I I yeah. got to cut you off. Yeah. A chef does everything. Right. They use science. They use technology. They use engineering, and they use math in a creative, artistic way. Exactly. Again, it puts it all together. Without without steam, you can't have food, right? Well, how many people? <laughs> well, how many kids were in you know a cooking class or something, and uh, you know f- discovered they have a love for food and become you know a chef or or even a line cook or yeah. you know there's a lot of levels of of applying your trade and being artistic there's a lot of there's a lot of good cooks and, and um you people doing artistic things from in the confines of what they can and our local eateries right here so mm. it's like people young people are missing out on being exposed to things they don't even know they might love so is that is that the argument they need exposure I think it. so. I think that's the whole thing with art. And and here's well, right, and here's the take, main here's the main thing. Okay. If you want to boil it all the way down to the the bare bones of it, you teach science, you teach um um you teach literature, which you know that's an art in itself too. But right. they, they never really consider that. It, it don't seem like it's yeah, separate. Some don't, yeah, they teach uh you teach social studies not not as well as we used to though. Um, you teach these things. Yeah. See, I, social studies comes out of this. It doesn't, it's not part of the equation. Right. Neither is history. Exactly. You know, that, are we really doomed to repeat it if we don't include it? I we mean, teach all this for what? I feel art, music, that kind of, that kind of bookends. This is, this is the thing that you learn all this other for. That's the work. And if there is no respite from day to day life, then, then what is the point of all of it? And I think if we don't teach these kids that, we're doing them a disservice. Exactly. Let's let's relate it to health for a second. <clears throat> and let's say you go into the gym and you're like, well, I, I want big muscles. I want to look like that guy on TV or girl. And you go in there and you're like, okay, I'm a, if I want nice biceps, I'm just going to do curls all day. So curls are the only thing that's important. Right. And then I'm going to do squats because squats are the only thing that's important. You basically take all this stuff out and you don't put the food component in it. You're not, you're not paying attention to it. And it, I was going with this some other way and I'm going kind of down a different path, but I, I really believe that inclusion and all of these things that we have used for years is exercise for your brain. You know, if, if you leave one exercise out, you're only working on certain parts and you're not preparing yourself for a real healthy body. Right. And again, history, social studies, art, Art in terms of, and, and I want to make this clear, art, when I say art, I'm actually referring to all the arts. I'm, you know, the, the writing, the, uh, the painting, the visual arts, the performing arts, all of it. It's important to me, and it, I think a lot of our listeners, in fact, I would say the overwhelming majority of our listeners are going to side with what we're thinking. But I, I had to bring this up. The U.S. Department of Education website you can find it at uh, ed.gov. And if you're listening from another country and you're thinking, well, this is just a United States problem, it's not my problem, there are other countries adopting it to where it's becoming a common thing. And and we all know how the No Child Left Behind thing worked here. Right. We know how uh, Common Core is working here. Standardized testing. Yeah, we overthink this shit so much that we have forgotten the fact that education is an exercise. It's teaching our children how to think and how to be lifelong learners. I, I my fear is we're just teaching kids how to regurgitate tests. Yeah, that's well, that's what you know. We started that when I was in school. Uh, but but there, it, I'm I have to giggle because they've already changed it. Instead of just science, technology, engineering, and math, which is a nice acronym of STEM, 
we can throw that in there. They have to say, including computer science at the end. And it's funny, like it's just an add on. But everything in the verbiage when you read that page is they really want everybody to be computer geniuses. They want us to sit down at a computer all day long and do our thing. Yes, you can run these processes. You can you can do things on the computer. But until you get into the real world, that computer is nothing more than a simulation of what you're doing. Right. So I, I wanted to throw that out there because it's that's really important. And I don't want the show to get too dry on all of that. But there are... Um, if you got on the internet and look, there are a bunch of for and against arguments uh, when it comes to all of this. You know, you got uh, people talking about Legos. You know, there's there's engineering involved in Legos, but it's creative. Yeah. You know, there's a new show on there. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. There's a show. I believe it's a Netflix show or no NBC. I can't remember, but it's coming out and it's called Lego Master. And they got these people building big ass Lego monstrosities and it's a contest and it's a thing this has got this is huge see i think legos are probably the most important toy every child should play with yeah every child you're being you can make a you can make a laser pistol out of them Mm -hmm. you can make whatever was on the box you can take them and make a house Mm -hmm. this is what's i am sure and and i'm going on record as saying this because there's how many billion people in the world but i am sure without a doubt that there's more than one architect one more than one house builder, more than one construction guy that has played with Legos or the uh, the Lincoln Logs and got excited about how mm-hmm. they could go, and they've used some of that to to spurn on their career. Oh yeah, yeah, it makes you excited. There, there are. I mean, there's just so much that we could throw in here, but uh, lately, I've been. Have you been watching Elon Musk in his SpaceX? stuff i've been following it peripherally just a little bit just a little bit yeah just on the I, sides i uh i'm kind of obsessed with it lately yeah. you know he's he's doing this uh skylink thing where he's putting satellites out into space that we can use uh eventually for affordable broadband um uh, everywhere on the planet it brings everybody together kind of um that way everybody can stare at their phones everywhere instead of <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some truth to that. Uh but communication. That's the idea. Communication. And and you know, right now there's uh he's putting sixty satellites up every launch. And they're just they're going like gangbusters with this uh they're using the Falcon Nine rocket system to put them up and there's I didn't uh, realize he was putting up that many. Yeah, there's gonna be the goal is forty, I believe it's forty two thousand satellites in space to make the actual net above the Man, earth. There's a lot of space junk up there already. I've been reading a lot there about that. Is, there it's is. And these, these are already starting to piss people off because and he, he announced uh, just a couple of days ago that uh, they're going to be painting them black so the astronomers here on earth can still look out without seeing the streaks of light from reflected satellites. So, um, Okay, I get that, but uh, and and keep in mind they're not huge, right? It's not like they're building size right entities out there. So I mean, it, you have to understand how big the Earth really is, and most people have a really hard time with that, especially the flat Earth folks. They're just having a hell of a rough time. I with think this. it's more cone shaped, but we'll get into that in a later <laughs> podcast. Where's my tinfoil hat? Yeah, but maybe we'll be like Saturn eventually, and all the space junk will form a ring. You know, the Earth will have rings. Well. Yeah, I, I think that there'll be somebody, it'll probably be private industry if the government doesn't do that yeah. sooner, but there's got to be a, there's got to be a, a somebody modern that, that, that has a, some type of, uh, of a satellite that can yeah. intercept other satellites and space junk yeah. and get it out of the a way. A good creative solution. Yeah. So if we just take art out of steam and we have STEM we may not get the answer we need. Right. <laughs> because I'm not saying mathematicians aren't creative. That's not where I'm going with this, but no, you know, just, it takes it all. It takes yeah, it all to, yeah. to Again, put it together. It, it goes back to the exercise in the brain thing. I think, I think you need to work on every part of the brain, not just one side of your head. That's, that's my biggest argument with this whole The scheme. fact of the matter is we can survive as a 
as a as a species without art and without creativity we mm-hmm. can we can survive but we want to do more than survive we want to live mm-hmm. and i think that's that's part of it if we just have math and we know that if we cook if we heat this mass to this temperature then we can ingest it and it will cause us to live and we know if we take two right angles and put them together and put some twigs on top of it we can have shelter and if we rub two flammable things together we can have fire right and that's all science but but that's not living but that's we've existing. learned i want to say this too we have learned over time about the way the world was because of cave paintings cave paintings so you take art out of that they were just stupid monkeys living in a cave right right um without somebody writing down what the 1800s was like you and me wouldn't know very true we would just have their math we would have their science and some would say well a scientist can write what they discovered yeah it'll read like a journal i'm not going to read it it's going to be really dry boring i don't it doesn't excite me but if somebody wrote about it even worse than a journal it's a, ma- a manual yeah just a manual. absolutely it's just a manual yeah. it there's no inspiration to read it i want to bring up a japanese billionaire um yasuka mazawa i hope i'm saying his last name correctly uh he's a a Japanese billionaire who wants to take on the SpaceX program. He wants to take artists into space on a trip around the moon. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So that they can uh, better represent the beauty of space versus what we're used to. He He's saying that, you know, yeah, we send astronauts all, all the time up there. They're that's their type. They have the right stuff, so to speak. Um, that's good. That's a nice pun. I, that can't go to waste. Right. That was good. What? Really? The right. Yeah. I love yeah, that. I okay. thought that was awesome. Um, so you, you, you throw it out there, but then all of those astronauts can't convey artistically what, um, an artist might. Now I tried to find in my research, I tried to find, are there artists who are astronauts? Are there astronauts who are artists? Vice versa. You'd think there'd have to be one or two. And and there probably is. I didn't really locate any. I know some of the Apollo mission, there's one of the Apollo mission uh, astronauts that paints, but I, you know, I'm not real sure. I know Buzz Aldrin will punch you in the face. So the art of pugilism. He will. I didn't know that. I did not know that. He will punch you in the face. I, yeah, I got to get back to my notes here because, um, you know, if you were given the opportunity, because, you know, they're wanting to settle Mars. I don't want to use the word colonize because I think it just brings up all kinds of shit. But um, they want to settle, put settlement on Mars. They also want to put a settlement on the moon. If you were given the opportunity, would you go? Would you do it? I don't know. That's G- a- Given the fact that it's all science, technology, engineering, and math. Take a drink. <laughs> who are generate uh, generating all this you know there would be no i don't think there'd be any art on the moon i don't think there's gonna be it any art depend, on Mars. it would depend on how big this settlement was going to be um i mean i'm just gonna be real honest with you so it it also it's depends. okay to say no no <laughs> no move the, on <laughs> no the, the thought of no the, seriously the thought of leaving the thought of leaving uh you know like my grandson behind my daughter yeah people that, yeah um it's it'd be kind of i'm sure you can skype them it's like a three minute to 22 minute radio transmission from mars yeah yeah that's not quite the same but i'll say this it's like it would depend on how many was up there and what all was going on because it'd be awful it's not very fun playing bass by yourself up there and so i'd be doing a lot of acoustic concerts i think (laughs) right yeah yeah 25 people which would be a captive audience you could actually have the rebel bass on mars yeah so that could be cool. So it would, the thought of it would be intriguing. But, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to be one of the early adopters on this one. I don't it think. It may not be forever. I mean, of course they may leave you up there. It may end up being one of those, oh crap, can't get them back. Now, if, yeah, if I was sure I could come back and I could go for a year yeah. and I was just up there just to do artistic things and, and play, you know, You're put right. on concerts. If I could have a band up there and it was something that was to try to enrich the 
scientists' lives, so they had something to do. You know, there yeah. was a there yeah. They got to take a break. They got to get away from all this the, math. The Red Sun <laughs> nightclub. You know, every you know now showing every night. You know, that could be cool. It could be. And it could think, be. think of the uh, think of the uh, ways that you'd have to try to be creative to try to keep a show like that. Uh, interesting for a year yeah and yeah absolutely and try to think of new creative ways and you know playing cover songs and writing music and yeah it could be cool i do acoustic yeah. wednesdays and then do full band saturdays and yeah, yeah. while we're drinking green ale <laughs> you know <laughs> right i did post that question i asked nasa on twitter of course i didn't get a response you know those bastards i, I wanted to know you know because ale needs yeast to to ferment and I was like, well, certainly Mars has yeast. I mean, it's got to have airborne yeast. Does it? Um, I would think it's got a it's got a one percent atmosphere. It's not like Earth. You know, we don't have. Uh, well, Mars. yeast is a living thing. So we there's alien life on Mars. Is what you're saying? I there's bacteria. There has to be. There's no way around it. It's everywhere. How do you know? You, well, we Mars, found we it's found, everywhere on Earth. But we found microbes on uh, uh, meteorites from Mars. Was a yeast. I, I don't think so. I don't. That's I don't just know. it. I don't know enough is, about it. Yeah, you know? no. This is a good. Topic. I, I paid. I paid attention too much in art class and not science class. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, but so you, you know, I wouldn't have went to school. You asked them how they make beer up there because that's that's yeah, where you're not yeah. going if you can't make beer. Can you? Well, you know, you can grow. You can use hydroponics to make, you know, all the other ingredients for for it. Uh, there is ice on the planet, so you could theoretically have water to make beer. Um, so I was thinking, is there any Martian yeast? And I, cause I want, you know, I was thinking instead of taking yeast with us, could you just use yeast on Mars? And it's a beer that you would never be able to get here. Obviously no response. I thought it was good. I thought it was something. It, maybe it's a bad it, question. Maybe it's got too much. Now I want to know. I didn't know. I, it's, 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 it's questions like that are interesting to me. Cause that's an answer to something. I didn't even know I wanted to know five minutes ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, if when you, I mean, it's there's a lot of things we'd give up going to another planet. Would, you, would you go up there if it was for a year just to just to paint? Well, no, because it, it's going to take longer than that. Let me let me for those who don't know, and, and Paul, uh, it's about an eight to nine month uh, one way trip just to get there. Just to get there. It's a long time. And then because of the orbits of Earth and Mars. There's a convergence that we all make, uh, both planets make, um, every 26 months or so, where it, there's a window of opportunity where we're close to each other, right? Otherwise, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to leave Earth and actually wait for that convergence. Otherwise, it's going to be longer than eight or nine months. Um, so now we're talking about like a five-year trip. Yeah, yeah. Every bit of four, probably three to five it's still it's still something not out of the realm. i'm getting kind of old for that but it's uh, right not out of the right um and spacex is planning uh, the 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 goals that i'm hearing from the different shows that i'm watching with elon musk is talking about his plans and uh, all that they're they're saying that by the year 2050 they would like to have a hundred thousand people on mars so city the size of San Jose, California. Um, that's that's a lot. I'll probably be dead by then. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to think we overthink. And I I, I got to bring this up too because I was watching a, a kind of a panel with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I, I respect. The chicken guy? No, the, the astrophysicist guy. Oh, I've uh, seen him. Yeah. I, I really, I respect his, his knowledge. I, yeah, I think I he's too. got a lot going on. And he was saying, he brought up some things I never thought of, but I guess uh, we're really good at predicting what's happening five years from now. By the time you get to 10 years, it's a little bit iffy. 20 years, you might as well forget it because we're using current technology in our brains, you know, our thought of current technology. Mm -hmm. Again, science, technology, engineering, math. Take a drink. You're looking at the idea that this is all we have, right? This, this is the technology we have available to us. So this is all it's ever going to be right. And by the time you get to 30 and 50 years, it's just, no, that's not going to happen. 
So he brought up some things. I didn't realize this. Warner Von Braun, the guy who designed the V2 rocket, he was uh, working with Nazi Germany on uh, rocket science. It was before we were launching the Apollo missions, before Sputnik was in space, all these things. And we ended up bringing him over here to work on the Apollo missions, helping us with uh, rocketry and, and all that. He had said, like in 1957, don't quote me on these years, but it was in the 50s, he had said it would take at least 200 years before we had the technology to put man on the moon. And it was less than a decade away right. that we actually did. Now, granted, we haven't been back, and there are people who say it was all part of a Hollywood scheme that was filmed in a basement and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, whatever. I don't think so. But there are a lot of arguments over what's possible. Did you know in high school that we would have iPhones? Clearly, we did. What did they tell us? What did they, they tell us? They told us we would never have a calculator, a calculator in our pocket. Yep. You know, because the technology at the time was well, here's a calculator. You need to learn how to do this without it because you're not going to have access to that kind of technology. We had ones with the little solar panels. I got one of those still. I mean, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, we have so much information in our pockets. Really. I mean, you pull out your, your phone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone or anything. I mean, you just, you have so much available to you today. Um, there was a, a postcard painting done where they asked people in the, in the late 1800s, early 1900s to describe what 2000 would look like. You know, oh, I'd love what, to see that. Yeah, it was really cool. There was one, uh, how was it? There was a, a, a steam ship, right? Just a great big ocean liner type steamship coming out of the ocean with wheels on it. And it was riding up a train track because the technology at the time was steam locomotives and steam ships. That was our mode of transportation. No, no thought given to airliners. I mean, why would man want to fly? Right. You know, so where does this take this, take us, you know, when you, when you, when you look at technology, you know, We can sit here and say, well, in in 50 years, we're going to be on the moon or in 30 years, we're going to be on the moon and Mars and we're going to be doing this and that. Tyson put out a really good argument that maybe we should be focusing more on mining asteroids. You know, if you're going to commercialize space, why aren't we mining asteroids or finding ways to deflect them? Because one of Elon's big arguments for we're saying that we need to colonize settle Mars is due to human extinction. You know, if something happens to the earth, we still have, we can still continue on Mars. Well, our biggest problem right now is an asteroid that could destroy earth. Or at least enough. Again, the same technology is going to clean up dead satellites and, and uh, space junk could be something that deflects. Yeah. Meteors and asteroids and whatnot. So using STEM or STEAM with what we're doing with our children today, the children in school today, the kindergartner that's in school today, in 15 years, 20, in 15 to 30 years, these are the people who are going to be making these decisions that we never thought of. The next Steve Jobs is going to kindergarten tomorrow. You know, what are we doing for these kids? You know, if we take art out of it, are they going to be creative enough? Are they going to be inspired enough? Are they going to be able to dream enough to dream up these ideas that are beyond math? I'm not picking on math, but math is a universal language. Math doesn't change. Physics is physics, right? You, You just can't, you can't manipulate it to tell a story. It is what it is. Same thing with technology. Technology grows. You know, it becomes part of whatever. Without art, I just think you're just, you're, you're cutting off an appendage that is necessary for growth. The well, future. preaching to the choir here. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, I just want to put it out there on the airwaves for everybody to hear it. So I would love for, to, for people who maybe disagree with me to come to the lounge or send me an email or whatever, because I, I do want to discuss this. I think our future as a human race really 
depends on how we're teaching our children to think. Because if they get stupid and their kids get stupid and then everybody gets stupid, we're just going to be living idiocracy, the movie. Right. And there is a potential there. I mean, look around. If what we're seeing today is what is a result of what they've been teaching in the last 20 years, then clearly the Department of Education is high. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Boy, there's a lot in this show today. I, I, I want to go to Mars now. No, <laughs> the moon, the moon's closer. It's like a three to five day trip, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to colonize the moon, though. Unless it's just know. as it may be. I mean, it would be a good spot to to springboard, like going to Mars and all that stuff. Then you yeah, don't have yeah. all the... You don't have all the uh, added um, atmospheric barriers and all the stuff right. you got to do. Just, I mean, we waste so much energy just trying to get out. Yeah. If they would, if they would um, put a uh, a lot station there, I think. Yeah. Now there is a treaty, and this has been brought up a couple of times. You know, you can you can commercialize space, and we all know what's going to happen. Military is going to get involved because they got the most money. Right. And they're going to go out there and say, well, we'll just make this, we'll do that, and we'll put an army base on the moon. Now, there's a treaty that started back in the 70s to where it's a lot like Antarctica. We we can't really claim that land or that space for a country and make divisions on it that say, if you cross this line, we're going to attack you or whatever. And now, that's all nice fun and games, but... You know, several million miles away, who's going to enforce it? Right. Or if they find oil on the moon, it's... Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not going to matter. I think there's going to be a Viking ship on the moon. They're going to find it and go, oh, crap, they were here too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think it's interesting. I'm I'm very, I love science, technology, engineering, and math. I do. Take a drink. And... I also love art. I think they all go hand in hand. It's a concert. You know, they, they just go together. I'm actually interested in what art is going to turn into when you, when technology rolls around, you know, who knew 20 years ago that we'd be able to draw on an iPad and make it look like a painting. Yeah, exactly. Or that artificial intelligence would be able to create a painting. That's, that's insane to me. Uh, modern cameras, you know, that, that whole design of modern cameras with the CMOS sensor came out because of the NASA program. Well, they've said that many times that space exploration has really pushed technology and the military. Mm -hmm. They, they, they push technology like nothing else has. And, and, uh, certain, certain things that we eat today mm -hmm. and, uh, certain, uh, um, computer chips, uh, certain, um, just you know, ways to write your, your guitars, your, the way we do music today. Yeah. It's I mean, all enhanced yeah. because of stuff that that was because of space exploration yeah. and yeah. and military needs. And I think that's one good thing about all these different um, private companies and people trying to do all this this space race. Now we don't just have NASA doing it. We got all these other. What are they going to discover? What kind of technology are they going to? Um, discover or push through because of a need, right? Because a need that they right. they found because they have to they have to solve X, Y, and Z. So they figure that out, and then that helps us in some unknown way five years down the road, right? And on the you were asking me earlier about you know kind of going along with um, STEM versus STEAM and. I do understand that we do need scientists and, and, and this tech has to be developed or we're not going to, I mean, you just can't send something into space that might work. Right. It's got to be tested. And I know I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here and I know it may sound like I'm beating a dead horse here, but some of my most interesting years of school 
Uh, I had a fantastic, I got to say this, I had a really good middle school science teacher. Um, and uh, his name was Mikkel. His last name was Mikkel. Um, really got me interested in things. I mean, I the periodic table didn't mean anything to me until he brought it up. You know, I still look at the rainbow and think of Roy G. Biv because of the way he brought it out. He, what about DeVoe? I don't, I don't think that's part of the, uh, the spectrum, but, um, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. That's the spectrum of light that we see because of Roy G. Biv. Right. And and I know other people have heard that and it's kind of whatever, but the way he presented it, he walked into the classroom looking like Dr. Who with the great big, uh, right. Um, scarf on it's really colorful and he had the the uh the curly hair you know really popped out like uh, uh bob ross and, and all that and he walked in the classroom and just shook everybody up you know the sixth grader version of me i was like what the hell is this guy doing right you know and he was acting he was bringing art to science yeah he was putting it out there that hey kids this is fun you don't have to make it stupid and boring and another class, another test. And it was a lot of fun. I, I really, really enjoyed those years. And, you know, that was also the same time when the Challenger exploded. Um, the school teacher uh, perished in that that accident. It's Kristen McAuliffe. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was the first non-astronaut uh, to go to space. Uh, it was tough. You know, I remember sitting in there, even as a child, the, the heaviness of it. I had skipped school really that there. day. Oh, and really? I was, I was watching it live. Really? Yep. Yeah, we, we uh, they brought in, you know how they had the great big uh, TV carts mm-hmm. that, that could kill you if they fall over and right. they were strapped down and stuff. That's what they brought in and we're all sitting there watching it together like any other launch. Because, you, you know, in those days, the shuttle missions were so common that it was like a Nothing goes wrong. Right. They just launch it. It goes. It comes back. And to see that happen was just wow. That that did did I is this real? You know. And uh, and then you had the Columbia accident coming back in uh, from space. One of the tiles failed. Um, and that whole thing went too, didn't it? Killed them all. Yeah, it yeah. did. It did. Uh, so you know, we got we got kind of jaded as a civilization that, okay, well, yeah, we're just going into space and doing these things. And then the whole space thing kind of, to me, kind of got boring. Nobody really wanted to pay attention. We weren't doing anything. We weren't going after anything. And I think that's why this whole SpaceX thing has really got me excited. You know, I know Boeing is doing something and uh, Virgin, uh, Oh, Richard Branson. Is, yeah, they're they're doing stuff, and there's a big there's a big race again. It's like everybody wants to do it, which actually brings NASA back into it, yeah. brings all the government. Uh, it's money not the back big race it. that it was though between China, Russia, and America, like it was. Now you got all these conglomerates that are. Yeah, it's going commercial. Yeah, it's it's leaving the whole um, military uh, government thing. To being, we can go and do this because there's money there. And that's the whole thing with the asteroids. You know, if we mine asteroids, there's a lot of heavy metals and metals on there that we Metal. yeah, we can use and uh, that we need, actually. Right. Uh, less mining on the Earth, more mining on stuff that we just see floating around space. Uh, we've landed on uh, asteroids. We've landed on comets. We know. I know. I've seen Armageddon. You know. <laughs> But anyway, that's, I, I know we're probably boring people. I know you, a lot of folks tune into this because they're artists or whatever, but all of this plays a part, you know, the design work of these things were all created by an artist who actually knows something about science, technology, yep. engineering, and math. Uh, you know, things have to look a certain way. There's an aesthetic that has to happen there. So I, I just, this is why I think art should not be left out. I understand the concept of why it is, but what you never, happens? You never explained that to me, though. The concept of why is it? Why? What's the argument for leaving it out? 
it's just not worth it. I, I think I'm trying to get into their head and I'm trying to think that maybe they see it more as an extracurricular type of thing and not fundamental to what we should be teaching our children. Um, whereas I, you know, and I, I may be biased, but I do believe art is a fundamental exercise of human beings. Yes, we have elephants that can paint. Yes, we have monkeys that have painted. Yeah, Coco de Gorilla, I think she made some pretty good paintings. Right, right. And it's, are they imitating us? Or are they just... All art is imitation, isn't it? Ah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, that's a whole other subject. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I I think some of them eight paintings, you would probably agree, looked better than a lot of Jackson Pollock stuff. Oh, yes, they do. There it is. They do. So, oh, well. Episode 28, here we are. New century. We're back in the 20s. <laughs> well, it's a, what 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 are you seeing with technology and art in, I just, in the next 20 years, 30 years? I, I mean, certainly the phone, the iPhones that we have today are just not going to be there. No, they're already taking away the ports, so you can't plug things into it. <laughs> I will say this, so from an artistic standpoint, so I just discovered GarageBand. You know, I got a, I got an iPhone. I'm an iPhone hater. Um, I've, I've kind of become a just an iPhone not liker. I'm an Amazon guy, but so I've discovered GarageBand. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Amazon. Are they making phones Amazon, now? I mean, I, uh, Apple. Did <laughs> I say Amazon? You did say Amazon. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about I need to buy a new way to Bezos has a space program, too, just so you and know. And he's got the money to... So we're going to have Amazon Prime in space before too long. See, now, uh, that that makes the <laughs> Mars trip a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. If you can get in two days. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome. But, but they, uh, you know, the technology there, and I was just kind of messing around with that... Uh, and the sound that I'm getting out of that, and it's just a free program that's already on there. I don't even have any of the pay stuff, and it's it's you know we've got different tracks you can put yeah. on there, and you put some headphones in, you can sing into it. It's pretty amazing, and it's got all these effects. And I mean, this is I know that there's been artists that's been using it and putting stuff out on on the internet, stuff that they've done in GarageBand. So look how even as as affordable as you know, you can have a pretty good studio set up for about $500 right now. And, and I mean, less if, if you got the, the brains to really kind of get past your shortcomings in technology. But with, with the iPhone, you got that program in there and you can put out a good enough stuff that you could put out there to show people what you're doing. And, and I mean, we didn't have that 10 years ago. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No, it's it's so much better. We're gonna have technology that that with just one mic, it will separate all the sounds somehow through frequencies. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of technology I, th- I think that we're getting. And and you think about sending MP3s through the through the internet. I mean, it's able to break down this stuff that I played live. I mean, just really think about this. I mean, it, it bothers me because I don't. It, it makes no sense because I did this. I can understand maybe capturing it on tape. That's kind of hard to, mm-hmm. to believe or on record. Mm-hmm. But they take that, and it's that sound. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. That was me. And it puts it in the ones and zeros, and somehow when it recreates it in ones and zeros on the other side of, mm-hmm. of the computer, the world, space, it produces that. And that's me playing that that's that exact sound yeah. i don't understand how that works well you've been to space they sent you your art all the way across the globe to whoever is listening to it but somewhere they, they broke it down it's like teleportation that's why i think the fact that we can do that eventually we're going to be able to do that with matter and i think yeah. that will be the yeah if you would if you would have said this to me 10 or 15 years ago i would have said it's stupid but right. i think movies like the fly and that kind of technology, I think that's very possible. If you can break this stuff down, yeah, there's got to be a way to do this with different things. And now, see, I'm, I'm, and, and we're kind of getting out there a little bit, which is cool because it's making people think. I'm really hopeful that before I die, they figure out a way to extract my memories, yeah. my it's cognitive belief, my whatever's in my brain, and not not so much you know, 
take my brain and put it in some other body, but actually take my memories and my, my thought processes and say, let's put that in a younger body so he can continue to live. Let's 3D print it from yeah. across across the globe and you go in ones and zeros with the electrical yeah. impulses that are your memories your thoughts well there are 3d printing body parts now i for, know you know that's that's insane imagine if you got that in mars and you just beamed your consciousness to a 3d printer yeah. on mars well barney clark was the first person to ever have a fake heart you know i, I remember that just like, wow, the technology is there to give this guy a heart. He got an artificial heart yeah. and he kept him alive. Now we're 3D printing body parts to keep people alive. I think we might have been born about uh, 25 years too soon. Yeah. I think. That, yeah, the, that this next generation. Our kids and our grandkids, just, yeah. though, I think that they. If we don't blow each other up first. Uh, that's, you know. There's an art to blowing people up, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's all I got today, Paul. There is so much here, and you've got a place to be, right? I do. I'm making music today. Are, I'm making are some. Just, are you making any art? How's your projects coming? Uh, I know you're trying to sign off here, but steady. But it's did you uh, get to, Did there. you get the Mando done? Yeah, Mandalorian's done. I just yeah. got to spray it, which I meant to do while a while back. I was really hoping that some of our technology would have shown up from Jeff Bezos today, but uh, as luck would have it, it's supposed to be here by nine. So. I'm sure as soon as I hit the stop button on record, it'll be here. Uh, cool. But we we are we're doing some neat stuff here with the podcast and taking advantage of technology. This that's the other thing we couldn't have done this 20 years ago, right? Like this, we would have we needed, would have done this on a ham radio with uh, yeah about the, a half yeah. a mile radius. Yeah, and, and the quality would have been probably just as good. But you know, it's one of the things. But I, it's just amazing that everything is just small and portable and usable i just i love it you know i can take us to mars with me. the sky is the limit it really is and we need to really we, we need to inspire the younger generation yep. and the way we do that is to show them they can be creative yeah absolutely we can we can be interested in the fundamentals of why and that's the thing to me is it's why 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 does this work this way why is you know what can what's possible with technology you know, we can go that route, but what's the point if it's not creatively done and beautiful and have some sort of aesthetic that makes us want to have it, you know, at Couldn't some, at some level, art has to be included in this to make, in, in my opinion, to make things a lot better for human beings, because otherwise it's just a boring little world we live in with all kinds of whatever i told you earlier you it's know. a difference between surviving and living yeah 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 so it's a difference between having a little bit of spice a little bit of salt or just eating just something plain <laughs> right you know yeah we're all eating mres no yeah. i think i'd like to go to the kitchen and get something made by a chef yeah so at any rate at any rate i should say at any that's rate. all mm. i have for today's show paul where can people find you uh, Facebook.com slash Vexton, V-E-X-T-O-N, and MGFlash.com. Very good. Working you, on some new music. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing that today. Yeah, yeah. Been oh, working your, on some your new solo stuff. stuff. A little bit of both. Wrote a new song last night. Awesome, maybe. awesome. I got to listen to it again today, see if it sucks. That's usually the litmus test. Oh, that's 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 important. That's important. So, that's all I have today. Where can I find you? Oh, that's a good question. They can find me at michaelworth.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-W-A-R-T-H.com. You can find the show at allwalksofart.simplecast.com. It is .com. I checked it out. I got tired of questioning it. It is .com. Are we on Spotify now? We are. You can listen to us on Spotify. So if if you're one of those people who just really despise the way things look on different platforms, we are on multiple platforms now. And... If you go to our website, you can find more of that information and literally go in and just kind of find out where you want to listen to it. Uh, There's plenty of links. Paul's got links there. I've got links there. Um, I love having you. I'm I'm glad you allow us to be in your ear holes. Yes, it's very cool. It is cool. So if you're enjoying the show, share it with others. If you don't enjoy the show, give us a positive link. Or a positive like, or I yeah. don't even, I don't even Get care. Get on my Facebook, yeah. send me a PM, tell me to go straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can, we can deal with that. It's, it's all right. We're not for everybody. 
were kind of weird. <laughs> Good to have you, Paul. I will see you next time. I didn't. See ya.